Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. And uh, we welcome in the head pirate, Coach Mike Leach from Mississippi State. Coach, we got some, some freezing rain today in eastern Nebraska. How you doing? You know, back when I was in Iowa and I didn't have any money, I'd go, I had a 79 Cadillac DeVille, and I'd go out there and it would be covered. It looked like a, a sheet of glass. The whole thing covered with a sheet of glass. Trouble is you couldn't get a key in anything. You couldn't get anything to move. We eventually get an extension cord and a hair dryer and try to melt the keyhole. And even that was slow duty. Well, have you, have you heard what they do in Alaska where they'll, they'll actually go build a fire underneath their car to get everything dethawed? It's Seriously? Longer. Yeah. I've always wondered about that a little bit. I mean, isn't that how you blow up a car? Like if you watch movies and stuff? I mean, well, of course, if you watch movies, a couple things on movies, and I think they're transitional, like, uh, you know, just vehicles to move around or eliminate characters. But, you know, you got these cars, which we're driving them around all the time, and they get in wrecks all the time. But, you know, in these movies, if you... If you hit a car wrong, it'll just immediately blow up. Um, as in, you know, well, any car that goes off a cliff, of course, blows up. And then, um, and so, you know, they're awfully combust- combustible. It's like, you know, driving something fueled by nitroglycerin if it's on a movie. Okay, then the other thing that they love to do is uh, anytime you need to eliminate a character or need a character to pause, you conk him on the head and knock him out for a little bit. And he passes out for whatever allotted time you need. And then, of course, he'll get up again. And, uh, you know, main characters may get knocked out several times while still prevailing in the end. And then, uh, of course, villains will get knocked out until you can get past them or whatever's convenient, you know. But the knocking out and yet, uh, you know, people come back um, <clears throat> bright and perky and letting it rip, you know. Yeah. I think the con- I think the concussion protocol people uh, need to meet with the movie people and uh, <laughs> figure out how to recover uh, in the fashion they do in movies. Mike Leach with us, Sale Varsity Radio, head coach, Mississippi State. The the extension cord and hair dryer, a '79 Cadillac, dealing with uh, ice and rain, man. Uh, we've gone a lot of spots already. It's it's awesome to to spend time with you. You gave us. We are ready to pack up and take off for Ireland, which we did to start the season. And you gave us the uh, the art of swearing. We love that last conversation. Uh, I want to stick with the driving topic. You have kids. They've all had their license. Did you do most of the driver's ed in the family, or did you stay away from uh, from teaching kids how to drive? Um, I did some, you know, because I wouldn't, like, 
Okay, so my wife on the driver's ed thing, she'll sit in the passenger side, mm-hmm. but she's constantly st- uh, stomping on an imaginary brake <laughs> on her side and uh, probably damaging the floorboard as she's constantly slamming her foot into the floor of the passenger side. <clears throat> she doesn't have the temperament uh, to drive with uh new drivers i didn't have a problem with it you know i mean i didn't want to hit anything obviously but uh um you know i wouldn't get rattled and said say it'd be like all right you gotta turn sooner uh you better slow down you know i just kind of inform i'm just kind of one helpful tip not a constant dialogue like my wife stop turn no no you gotta look at that We'll look right and left, and then, no, stop, stop, stop. You know, it wasn't like that. It'd be like, uh, it'd be like, that wasn't very straight backing out. All right, now pull forward, not too fast. And then uh, you ought to break a little. So that was more my deal. But to be perfectly honest, the public school system um, had more to do with them learning to drive than me or my wife, either one. Does does teaching drivers ed have any parallels to coaching a high level Division one college football program? I think it does. I got a good friend, a good friend of mine, and this guy's iconic. This guy's like uh, uh, kind of a local uh, regional hero in South Florida. Okay, so Jerry Hughes, former legendary football coach throughout South Florida. He coached at Miami High, coached at several of them down there, and then also uh, coached at Key West High School. Okay, so he's always been a driver's ed teacher, and, you know, in between. So he's a, a driver. And even now, he doesn't coach anymore, but still does driver's ed. <laughs> and, and he's the perfect guy, because, I mean, to have for a driver's ed teacher, because he wouldn't notice much of anything, just sort of cruise along. along drink his coffee or whatever, you know, and, um, he'd be perfect, but, uh, you know, but Jerry, you know, Jerry, like most football coaches, uh, has no problem telling someone what they need to hear instead of what they want to hear. And driving, I think is a critical enough thing with other people involved as far as doing it safely. Um, that I think you need a guy like that. Uh, I would get extremely bored being a driver's ed teacher, drive me crazy, but, Jerry still is a driver's ed teacher, and you know there's, oh God, there's got to be, there's got to be thousands of people on the roads right now um, that learn to drive with Jerry. He's including my son. My son, when we were down in Key West for two years, my son uh, uh, Jerry Hughes uh, taught my son to drive, and so he's like uh, the ultimate kind of uh, knowledgeable yet gruff, crusty. Uh, football coach and master's driver's ed instructor. Mike Leach with us a few minutes, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, I want to ask you about uh, the living room. It's that time of year. It's early signing period. You're out recruiting. Uh, what's your approach in the living room with a, with a prospect? And who did you, you learn the art of recruiting from? Who, who's been some really dynamic folks uh, that, that you've been around and, you know, you've done a marvelous job through your career of landing high-profile talent, but also finding guys and developing really good football players. 
Well, I think when you go into a living room, I think um, I think you, when you go into the living room, I think the biggest thing is is uh, um, act like you belong there. I mean, adjust to the people in the living room. It's their living room. I mean, don't mess with their TV or anything like that. I mean, <laughs> but uh, make make yourself at home, and then um, and then. Uh, uh, but, you know, I mean, some guys come in just so wound up and uptight, I mean, where you're not going to belong anywhere. Yeah. And then um, I never wear a coat and tie. You know, you're already there's a little bit of a distance separation. You know, they see you on TV, and now I'm going to come in in some really uptight coat and tie. I never do that. You know, you try to, like I say, dress like you belong in the living room. Mm-hmm. And so you want something kind of neutral, I think. And then... You know, and just carry on the conversation, learn about one another. I think that's probably the most important thing because um, on the visit and the phone calls, you learn a lot about the X's and O's and things of that nature. I think uh, uh, I've had, well, I've been around some, some uh, you know, great recruiters. Uh, and I thought Hal Mummy was a really good recruiter, Uh um, but, uh, and then, um, you know, when I was coming up and, and then I thought that, you know, uh, of course, uh, Bob Stoops and his staff were really good recruiters. And then now I did uh, become a head coach quick enough that I didn't have a ton of mentors in this, but I know that, um, um, you know, the one thing everybody thinks kind of the, Super salesman, slick car dealer type of guy is the best recruiter. I know some of the most kind of boring's not the right word, but kind of understated, Mm -hmm. just the facts, only football type of football coaches who are great recruiters. And the one quality that all really good recruiters have is persistence there's i know some of those really slick sharp looking guys terrible recruiters and i know some some of the most dour looking uh you know grumpy football coach types great recruiters uh the one thing all great recruiters have in common is persistence just persistence you know, because you never know which call, which conversation, which letter uh, is going to strike a chord. Persistence. Nothing replaces persistence. And then after that, you just got to be yourself. Those that are trying to not be themselves, I think, damage their effort. Um, but uh, And then uh, talent on the phone is good um, because, you know, that's, what uh, you're allowed to do the most, you know, if you think about over the, like as far as uh, being close to somebody and that you're allowed to do the most often and the longest, it's the phone. And um, so people that are are good on the phone and that you can just, uh, you know, just hammer away, not necessarily long, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily uh you know, anything in particular, but persistence and good on the phone. 
Coach Mike Leach is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Coach, let's say you're in a recruit's living room and you're 15, 20 minutes in the conversation. You just feel something isn't going right. Do you have any Coach Leach-approved, tried-and-true methods to get that in-home visit back on track? Sometimes uh, um, it kind of kind of depends what. But I think um, <clears throat> the more you can get the recruit and their family talking, uh, one, the less likely that is to happen. Two, that's probably the best uh, chance of getting it back on track. Uh, get them talking. Listen to what they want. Listen to uh, what they're looking for. Listen to, you know, and then I think it's important to let them talk as much as they can anyway. Mm. You know, the truth of the matter is people like to talk. They like it when they get to talk. Even shy people like it when they get to talk. And um, <clears throat> don't just open the door um, for them to talk, but try to coax them to talk, because I do think that strengthens the thing. And, and I do think a relationship's stronger, you know, both sides if there's dialogue, you know. It's a pirate, Mike Leach. Uh, more with Coach Leach. We continue on Hail Varsity, presented by Currency. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Couple more minutes. Mike Leach with us. Uh, Mississippi State taking on Illinois, uh, January second, the Reliant Quest Bowl. Coach, are, are you going to tour the the old pirate ship, or have you toured the pirate ship at Raymond James Stadium? I never have. I've always wanted to. What is it? Is it just kind of a prop on the side of the stadium, or? Does it have some stuff? I mean, is there a, a quarters you can stay there? Do they have like uh, swords you can swing around up there? Maybe a hat you wear when you're there? I would think uh, that that you can fire a cannon or two, obviously a prop probably, but I mean, it looks like uh, a, a normal pirate ship. I would inquire, though, about just camping out there, well, stay, stay the night. I'd inquire about its seaworthiness. Yeah. <laughs> do they serve grog? I mean, do they have, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I definitely want to. Well, that'll be that'll be cool. Thoughts on Illinois? Uh, we saw Illinois here in Lincoln uh, in October, and, and Coach uh, Bielam has done a, a really nice job. Should be a pretty physical matchup. Well, he's a great guy, and I've known him for a long, long time. And of course, was a good player too. Uh, yeah, very physical. That they're a lot. They're a lot like Coach Bielma. Mm-hmm. You know, they're uh, um, you know just kind of a physical group on both sides of the ball. Coach, a thought. Do you know much, or have you had any interactions with Matt Rule? Yeah, I know him a little bit. Good guy. Uh, yeah, good guy. I think I think you'll enjoy him. I, I've always thought he's a good coach. I mean. You know, I don't know what happened at Carolina. What I, I suspect that, you know, the NFL has a funny way of cluttering things up uh, to the point where it doesn't work. And then, uh, and you know, I mean, who knows whose fault that was? And I certainly uh, wouldn't blame uh, Matt right off the top. I think I've always thought he's a great guy. Look, he, he's resurrected a bunch of programs. You know, I, the, the hardest thing in the world to do. I mean, resurrecting Temple and Baylor. I mean, now everybody takes it for granted Baylor's going to be good. Well, Matt Rule made it where people think that Baylor's going to be good. You were able to 
to, to really do well at, at Tech, and you did well at, at Oklahoma recruiting Texas as well. But but Matt went in there as a guy that, that didn't really have much contact in the state of Texas, and people swear by him. Yeah, now that's really overrated. One of the most overrated things on earth. Now, Texas has great uh, high school football. Mm-hmm. Great high school football. Maybe the best in the country. Um, uh, and they're more committed to it, too. And anything uh, people as industrious as the people in Texas are are committed to is going to be pr- uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then there's a false notion that, well, you can't recruit Texas unless you're from Texas. Well, think about how ridiculous that is. I mean, guy after guy leaves the state of Texas, goes and plays somewhere else. You don't need to be from the state of Texas to recruit someone from the state of Texas. And then the other thing, if you just add it up, most people aren't from the state of Texas. Okay. Uh, you know, and like, like, for example, the guy you're talking to or the coach you're talking to, maybe he was born in Texas. But odds are reasonably high that one or both of his parents were not born in the state of Texas. (laughs) Texas has always been a place that's very much like the U.S., where people move in, move out, Mm -hmm. come and go all the time. So, and then, of course, I think, you know, as people take pride in the the high school football there and uh, and the dedication they have to it, then they want to, you know, sometimes they get, over their skis and try to make it a little more special. And, well, the only people that can recruit them is, have to be from Texas. Uh, no, Texas is, is like everybody you know, else. I mean, there's stuff that's important. There's stuff that's not. And, and you know, they are tough and, and uh, smart and committed. And, and so other tough, smart, and committed people from anywhere can recruit somebody from Texas. So we're back to the first thing we started with, which is, uh, persistence. Coach, uh, have you had much time uh, or interaction with Deion Sanders? I know he's leaving Jackson State for Colorado, but uh, you and Lane and Coach Prime down in, in Mississippi this past couple of seasons. Oh, I, I've known him for a while. I like him a lot. <clears throat> Always been impressed. I mean, you talk about uh, uh, <clears throat> one of America's achievers, you know. Um, plays football like 14 years and nine of them's playing uh, Major League Baseball simultaneously. I mean, everybody forgets that. Can you imagine that, you know, long NFL season? Well, but but before that, you played 162 games. Sometimes he played a few uh, less and got right into uh, got into football a little earlier. But, uh, I mean, that, that's amazing. That's not just a myth. That's crazy amazing. And then the sharp guy uh, has a plan. Uh, I think I think he's going to do well. But I like him. He's a smart guy. And the other thing is, is you know, if you think about it, I mean, he's he's dedicated. He's dedicated to this. I mean, uh, Deion Sanders doesn't have to be coaching football. I mean, he can do anything he wants right now. I mean, anything. And uh, yet he decides. You know, he wants to coach football and, you know, ele- elevate players, let them uh, help them reach their potential and uh, compete and <clears throat> create great teams. And so, you know, there's a guy that's really committed, somebody that doesn't have to do it, but's going to go ahead and do it anyway. 
Coach, we'll end with this. It's the Christmas season. Uh, holiday parties and dressing up as Santa. Have you ever been to a holiday party where Santa showed up? And have you ever had to play Santa? No, not. Oh, wait, 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 way back, way back in grade school. I was in a school play where I was Santa. Uh, let me think. Yeah, I was Santa. What else, too? Let's see. I uh, didn't really play Santa. And no, I, I I need to get out more. You know, part of it is, is we got bowls in practice then, but in not a lot of costume-driven parties. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe a it, it wouldn't be bad bad to take a lap through a, a Santa suit party. You know, male female Santa suit party. <laughs> um, who knows what may go on afterwards? But just take a quick lap and get in and get out and just get the quick visual, you know, and then uh, stay out of harm's way, you know. Coach, while we're talking Christmas, it is the season of giving. I want to get your thoughts on this. I know we said last stop, but I just got one more quick one for you. What do you make of your quarterback, Will Rogers, uh, giving a gift to the head coach's son at your at your rival? Knox Kiffin asked for the towel after the Egg Bowl. What would you make of that? Well, that's fine. I mean, uh, I heard about it secondhand, and these guys could ask for their gloves, their towels, everything Hell, some of these guys are more generous than others. I, it was funny because some of those kids, I mean, and they'll go far as adults. I mean, uh, some of those kids have everything from, you know, like gloves to mouthpieces to, you know, I mean, just an amazing collection of equipment, you know, <laughs> that, that, like like incredible stuff. And, and from both sides. I mean, those guys will hire me someday. (laughs) Mike Leach with us. Coach, Merry Christmas. Best to you and your family. We'll uh, get caught up again. uh, But good luck in your bowl game. Always fun spending time with you today. Well, thank you, and Merry Christmas to you. Good to take time with the Pirate. Mike Leach, extended sit-down with the Pirate. Always good to get caught up with him. What's the latest on Malachi Coleman? We'll tell you next.